Welcome to the Blind Justice Podcast, where you discover the insider secrets of injury and accident cases, and all of your law questions get answered. Now, here's your host, Chicago injury lawyer, Scott DeSalvo. Hey guys, Chicago accident attorney Scott DeSalvo here with my co-host, as always, Amelia Finnefrock. That's F to the I to the N-E-F. Uh, O-C-K, and that's S to the C to the O to the T to the T to the space, D to the E to the S to the A to the L to the B to the O. Rigger, 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 whoop! <laughs> that, congratulations, folks. You just listened to the creation of our theme song. Oh, my God. That actually would be so cool. I like that she verbalized the space. Like, that, for me... Was the pinnacle of the whole deal. Like an old school R&B vibe. I'm digging it. Um, as much as I like your intro, <laughs> um, I think mine's better. I think we have to update it yeah, 100%. Yeah, I think so. And I think uh, I need to do it. I think we need to get like an old kid and play song and like, yeah. do a cover of that. Um, so, folks, you know what we're doing here. I'm an injury lawyer. We you talk about injury law. Yeah. You we answer questions. We get questions, questions, we answer them. Those questions. We, we try answer to answer them. Is this like a call and response? I feel like we need to start rapping now. I feel this like we theme. I feel like we <laughs> explain that the things we tell you are not definitive and that you should talk to a lawyer. Always. But it's Always. general information. Right. Like we can't be expected on a podcast to like answer all of your questions. <gasps> like okay, okay. <laughs> We'll answer your questions. It's okay. There oh, we go. Thank the you. The crowd folks. loves you. They're fickle, though. They are fickle. But, you I know, mean, the best things are fickle. I just reinstalled my little soundboard software. Clearly. And now I'm playing with the sound effects like nobody's going. Like, yeah. We, we, you know, we just need, we need a podcast where we can just have you get it all out, just hit all the buttons. For like twenty minutes, and then we'll then we'll move on. Yeah, that's the sound of where this podcast is going right now. Oh my god, that was a bold move, Scott. Oh, who who could it be at the door? Oh, it's our one fan who told us to discontinue the podcast. <laughs> you can't see her right now, but Scott's giving me a death stare. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm glad you guys are listening. Um, We've got a pretty interesting topic today. It's like a work injury case. So, Amelia, would you like to take it away? I will. Please do. Here I am, taking it away. Be gone with you. Here I am, literally taking this script, going out the door, and never coming back. I would say read it first, though. (laughs) Oh, that's what you meant. Amelia, come back. (laughs) Wait, hold on. Okay, now you can go forever. Okay, serious. I had an injury at work. I hurt my back pretty bad. I had injuries to my back in the past too, but I was able to work. Then I had this injury and the company told me to go to their doctor. They sent me to a specialist. Their bone doctor says that all of my problems were before the work injury and the work injury didn't cause any problems. I want to get a second opinion. My doctor says that the work injury made my back way worse. Now he says I need surgery. The company doesn't want to pay for the surgery, and they don't want to pay me for being off work. Now what am I supposed to do? And should I go on disability? Yeah, so, you know, in workers' comp, it's not popular for workers' comp injury lawyers to be frank about the following, but it's really true. In a workers' comp case, the doctor, especially the treating doctor, 
sort of calls the shots, mm -hmm. right? Right. And so this is why I warn people about deciding to let the company doctor be your primary treater and call all the shots. Because yeah. here's what's happening. If the company doctor wants to do the surgery and get the surgical fee, they will say it's related to work so their bill gets paid. And then the minute the surgery is over and they made, they've made their money, they go back to being a company doctor and they write in your records that you're cured, that you're better than new. That's true even if things are really going wrong for you, right? There's like three outcomes for a surgery. You can have a catastrophic success, like where it's, you have the surgery and it cures you 100%. You can have a catastrophic failure where the surgery does nothing for you or even makes you work worse, or you can have somewhere in the middle where it improves you but you're not completely cured. And I'm gonna tell you, I've represented a lot of people who before I became involved in the case said, oh, I like the company doctor, he's nice to me, I'm gonna stay with him, I don't wanna get a second opinion, he says this surgery is gonna help me. The doctor does the surgery, he gets the fee, he immediately goes back to being a company doctor. After he collects his surgical fee, he writes in the records that they're malingering, that there's no cause for their continued complaint, he fixed them, they're better than new, and that kills you, man, it kills you. So the doctor gets paid, the doctor pleases the company by ruining your case, and then he gets another surgical fee, and another one, and another one, Meanwhile, you're in a tough spot, right? Yeah. So you gotta be careful treating with a company doctor. Now, some company doctors are awesome. They're really good doctors and they're honest, but I am always very suspicious. You have to understand where their bread is getting buttered. And they know, you know, they know who's sending them those cases. Yeah, it's the company, right. Mm -hmm. right? Versus if you go see a doctor on your own and you choose that doctor as your treating doctor, then the company doctor isn't your treater, no. right? He's just the guy that the company hired to examine you right. and give a contrary opinion. So you can see why the judge or the arbitrator in a workers' comp case is going to give a little bit more weight to the treating doctor, whether it's one you choose, which you have a right to under Illinois workers' comp law, but not under other state law. Um, oh, worker, I didn't know that. Yeah, workers' mm -hmm. comp is state by state. And Illinois and many, even most states, allow you to pick your own doctor. But there are some states that allow either a bureaucrat with the state or the company to designate a doctor. Hmm. The problem with that is, like we were just talking about, the company doctor knows where he's getting his business right. from. Right. Once he collects his fee right. from you, he's on to the next surgical case exactly. and he doesn't care about you. Exactly. He wants you out of his office. So I always tell people, be very, very careful treating with a company doctor. But this sort of situation, this contest of doctors, right. is actually very common. And what it comes down to is usually the arbitrator gives the treating doctor more weight. And then it comes down to how, you know, what are their credentials? How much experience? What's their reputation? Right. Where did they go to school? Did they write a textbook? Did they teach at the medical schools? Like how credentialed is your guy and then the other thing is like x-rays and mris called objective tests don't lie right so if if doctor if company doctor does surgery on you and then doesn't want to support you um but your mri shows that there's a still pro still a problem that doctor loses all credibility 
in front of the arbitrator and you're yep. in pretty good shape. Yep. So even if you have a treating doctor who is not taking care of you properly or collected a surgical fee and now doesn't want to help you out too much, it doesn't mean your case is lost. There's no. ways for us to contest it, but you're protecting yourself by really um, maybe considering whether you want to ever treat for a serious condition with a company doctor. Yeah, it just, just it, it sounds so... It can be dangerous. So, pardon me, the other, the other thing I wanted to say is, um, you know, under workers' comp, you're entitled to be paid while you're off work and have your medical bills that are related to the injury sustained at work paid, but just because that's what the Act says, the Act doesn't say that the company can't assert a defense. So if the company has this doctor in their pocket who says you don't need any of this, and even if you do, it's not related to the work incident, they're not going to pay you, and the only way to make them pay is to go to court. is is to do uh, is to notice it up for hearing in front of the Illinois Workers' Compensation Commission, or if you're out of the state of Illinois, whatever commission there is. And certain states have cut attorneys out of the process altogether. So it's literally you and some state bureaucrat deciding whether you can or can't have medical treatment, or whether it is or isn't related, right. which is terrible because now you don't have you don't truly have a professional advocate who's an attorney who no. can marshal the evidence and make sure you get what you deserve. But the thing about a trial is even in Illinois, you could win, you could lose. And that's why you need an attorney who has experience doing workers' comp because it's going to let the other side know that we'll go all the way, A. B, the lawyer knows how to put the case together, right? So... Who you hire and, and whether whether they're they're down with fighting if they have to makes a big difference, it does. right? It does. In a situation like this, you could be found to be a permanent. You could be a perm total or permanently totally disabled, and that means you're going to get paid through workers' comp through your entire working life. So, in other words, if your injuries are so bad that you can't return to your old job or any other job for which there's a reasonable market. You don't have to go on Social Security disability no. through the federal government. If you get that total PERM award at the commission, the company's workers' comp carrier pays you, and then all of your related medical, med it's called uh, ha leaving medical open, which I means, huh? yeah. So basically what that means is they pay all your related medical, you know, you know throughout the end of it, right? So... There's tons of other things that are available to an injured worker under workers' comp, but it's those other things are dependent on your particular situation, what kind of job you did, what your education level is, whether they think you can reasonably be retrained for, you know, a different job, you know, maybe, look, it could potentially pay more, but not likely. Right. But the point is, like, there's more things that you potentially could get under the compact, but without knowing your specific details, I can't really tell you what they are. But my point is, applying for Social Security disability, um, if we're close to trial, I usually tell people, hold off doing that, right? But if we're far away from trial, like we're not going to get to trial for six months, eight months, a year, because your medical is your medical treatment's ongoing and... Right. You're likely to get set for a, an upcoming surgery. You know we don't want to we don't want to take the case to trial 
with a looming surgery if instead we can get the surgery done and know what your outcome is? Ah, uh, that could make it stronger. Right, or it, or it could make it weaker, but right. who cares? Like, right. more money is nice, but I'd rather have this, this guy. Right. It is a guy, right? I don't think it says. We're not sure. It All right, so like a guy. okay. Well, if it's a guy or a woman, doesn't matter. I'd rather have all of my clients have medical care and get perfectly healthy after, right? Right. But my point is, like, another thing that the judges look at is like, if you have a surgery set in the future, if the judge is at all wondering whether you're really going to have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little... Right, versus somebody who actually says, yes, I'll have a back surgery and then does it. Yeah. Not too many people are going to have a back surgery unless they really need it, right? Right. No, you don't want to chance that. Yeah, right. So just do that willy-nilly. Yeah, one of the best indicia of whether somebody's really hurt is if they're willing to undergo that sort of procedure, Right. right? So I guess my point is don't just immediately apply for Social Security Disability. There are reasons why you might want to do it, and there are strategic reasons with respect to whether your attorney is going to position your case for settlement or to try it for to keep medical open and have you be adjudicated term, uh, perm total or whether they even want to position the case as a wage differential case. Um, that's why I'm saying, like, Anytime there's a bigger or more complex case, it's a good idea to talk to a lawyer and let that lawyer discover all of the information and then put together a strategy that is best for you and your life goals, right? And I know that that sounds like a hedge. It's like, oh, the lawyer doesn't want to give a straight answer. Well, but it's re- this stuff gets super complicated. It does, and every case is unique, and you don't know all the details quite yet. Right, and I'm going to tell you, man, uh, this, is like, this could be your working life on the line. Your, your ability to enjoy like your life on right. the line. You get one body. And I would not horse around with it. Like, mm-hmm. I'd, I would definitely talk to uh, a comp lawyer who is with worth his or her salt. Right. And and do it, you know, do it the right way. Calls God to Salvo. Hopefully. That's what you say, Amelia Finnefrock. I hope these fine folks will call me and send me a case. But Listen, I'm a paralegal doctor. No, wow. paralegal lawyer, right? I what like paralegal name? doctor better. Paralegal doctor. Not only does she know the laws, but she'll operate on you with tweezers, some Bactine, and a bottle of mouthwash. How did you know? That's on my business card. Hmm. Scott. The surgical fees better be cheap, cheap, cheap. Yeah. Just para, just para doctor a, slash actor slash singer slash Just buy me a cup of coffee singer. and we'll call it even. Yeah, right. Professional fees. Got to keep the lights on. Um, definitely see, you know, talk to a lawyer. Free consultation. Yes. No obligation. You don't have to hire a guy you nope. talk to. If you like him or her, you can hire them. But again, no no obligation. If they're too pushy, you don't like them, don't hire them. And you offer free consultation. No, of course I do. Of course I do. But I don't presume that everybody wants to talk to me and hire me. I, I would obviously love everybody to hire me. But I mean. Anyway. I think you're great. Thanks, Amelia. That's the nicest thing you've said ever to me. That's actually a really lame compliment. When we're not recording, she's super mean to me. (laughs) She's mean as a snake. I just want to keep you on your toes, Scott. Suddenly the reel to reel starts running. (laughs) And she's a little angel. She's a sweetheart. Here's the thing. You know, I I, got to... 
what's the what's the thing? Uh, I gotta I gotta you know you keep you sharp. So Rain me in. So that my compliments just they they land really well. Right. You, you don't want me to be too out. egotistical. Yeah, I'm keeping you right. down to earth. You're just keeping it Here real. I go. get it. It's I'm okay. keeping it real. I'll just cry when I get home. It's cool. <laughs> You're a lawyer. You get it. <laughs> Folks, thanks for listening. Um, I wish my humor was better. Ever. Alec Baldwin. All right, folks, thanks for listening. Catch you next time. Catch you on the flippity flop. Yep, bye bye. Thanks for listening. I truly hope that the information in the podcast helps you no matter the situation you find yourself in. But you might need more answers or some more direct help. So there are three ways for you easily to find out more and to get help. If you call my toll free 24 hour helpline, 888 HURT 318, you'll have a couple of options. 888-HURT-318 is my toll-free 24-hour telephone line. You can call that number and speak with my team night or day. First, you can call 888-HURT-318, and you can speak to me for a free consultation about your case or situation. That's always free and no obligation. Second, you can tell the operator that you'd like a free copy of my injury DVD and book. I created the DVD and book, and I give it away for free to injured people who need answers but who might not be ready to talk to a lawyer yet. Same deal, 100% free, 100% no obligation. Third and finally, you can check out my YouTube channel for informative videos about the injury case and claims process. Or check out my other podcasts for more information and interesting interviews with people who know different things about various aspects of the law. I've put all of this together to help you and to answer your questions. Now, you can also help me, and I hope that you will. If you enjoyed the podcast and if it helped you at all, please subscribe. And if you can, take a minute and please post a positive review of the show. If you're listening to the podcast on YouTube, like the video and subscribe to my YouTube channel. And if you know anyone who might enjoy the podcast, please spread the word and share it on Facebook. It's my mission to spread good information to as many people as possible. And your liking and reviewing and subscribing to the podcast helps me get the word out. Thanks again. This podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only. It doesn't substitute for consulting with a lawyer. If you have a case, speak with a lawyer right away.